G'day, I'm Scott Gibbons, and today we start a new program. It's called On the Road. It's a show you're going to love. It's all about caravans and camper trailers and motorhomes and tents and four-wheel drives and all the things that you love about our great nation. We're going to talk about what you want to talk about, and we're going to talk about things that we can see through the radio. So if you're ready, let's get the show on the way. Well, this is a fabulous show, and talking about a fabulous show, I'm sitting inside a fabulous van. Now, this van is called a hybrid, and I asked Grant Joyce of completecampsite.com.au, completecampsite.com.au, and I'm telling you, if you go to one of the shows and you get to see their particular units, they are special. The finish, magnificent. The quality, Aussie. And it's brilliant. You've got, you can feel the quality, you can see the quality. You can, it, it's just outstanding. And the joy is they've got such a range, a beautiful range. And then from that range, they can customise to suit you. So, Grant, tell me all about Complete Campsite. Where, where are they manufactured? So we manufacture camper trailers up on the Central Coast, just up in Gosford. Yeah. We've been manufacturing campers in Australia here now for uh, around 25 years. Um, we concentrate on the off off-road market of the uh, camper trailers. We employ uh, about 38 employees we've got up there in the factory uh, and everything is done here in Australia. It's That is, is so good to hear and I tell you, you've got to see the quality, you just have to. Now, the sort of finish and fittings that comes with your complete campsite vehicles, tell me about some of the things that are standard. So pretty much with our campers, everything is standard. So the price is up there, but in that price you do get everything. So the particular one we're sitting in now, we've got 540 watts of solar panels up on the roof. We've got lithium battery systems in there. We've got diesel hot water, room heaters, uh, microwaves, um, your, your hot shower, your toilets, uh, 2,000 watt pure sign inverter. So if you want to take your coffee machine away with you, you can do that as well. <laughs> You can take your coffee you machine away. You can take away your coffee machine and away. And camping. Yeah, and camping and, and remote. We don't, go, we don't need to go and plug into power. With the amount of solar we've got and the battery systems, uh, we've got uh, 270 litres of water on board as standard. We've also got the ability to pull water from a creek and stream with a full filtration system. So we can and that's take, standard? That's all standard. Wow. So you can actually take one of these. You don't have to go to a caravan park. You do not have to go to a caravan park. So it is free camping anywhere you want around Australia. Uh, these are designed to uh, you know, hit the corrugations and get out back. And we also pressurise the cabin, uh, just like an aeroplane. So we're pumping air in, th in here through a big filter so we don't get dust in. So we're putting positive pressure inside the camper so you do not get dust in at all. Isn't that outstanding? So the, the second pump, so you can pump from a creek, that's standard equipment. That's standard equipment. You've got some solar, that's standard. Yep. You've got the battery system with the inverter, that's standard. Now, I notice over here, the, this one's got heating built in. Yes, that's standard as well. So the heating's built the heating's, in. Yep, standard. Standard. <laughs> and it runs off the hot water system. Um, the hot water system, it's all a diesel system. And uh, by using diesel, we don't have the problems with gas. And the diesel, we use 200 mils of diesel per hour with this system. With 200 mils? 200 mils. It's got its own onboard tank, which is 12 litres. Yeah. So if you were to use the heater and shower and hot water for, say, two hours every single day, you've got a whole month's worth of diesel just sitting there in that 12-litre tank. That's phenomenal. Now, I've got to tell everybody, because today is hot. It's blue sky. It's hot. I'm out at the Sydney four-wheel drive show. It is a hot day. And I said to Grant, so what keeps your, your vehicles insulated? So he pulled out a piece 
of fiberglass. Now, the fiberglass that he pulled out is it's Australian fiberglass. It's all Australian fiberglass. It is. It is actually all the fiberglassing that's in the camper here is built by a yacht builder up in Newcastle. So he does all the fiberglassing, all the interior. When you're looking around, all your uh, your interior is all part of that fiberglass mould, just like a yacht is. It uh, you know, sails down and. Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race smashing through those waves. That's exactly how this is built and, and the strength of this particular camper. We can feel the strength, but importantly, Grant showed me this piece, a sample, if you will, and you can see the insulation built in. So the insulation is all the way through the floor, all the way through the walls, and all the way through... All the way through the roof as well. The roof as well. So that's why we're sitting in here on this super hot day and we are nice and cool. Now, the chassis, tell me about the chassis. So the chassis is all Australian steel. We manufacture all the chassis in-house. Um, and on that chassis, we run all the Cruise Master full independent trailing arm suspension. Uh, the Cruise Master is standard? Cruise Master is standard. <laughs> and that's yeah, Australian. This is serious stuff. It is serious we're stuff. We're talking real good stuff. Yep. And wow. yeah, we're talking, we want you to get out there, uh, out back, hit the corrugator roads, hit the bulldust and not have problems. Uh, tell me about the stainless steel. Where's that done? So all the stainless steel is done in-house as well. So when, uh, when we're walking around outside, <laughs> all the uh, the kitchens, the pantries, all that type of thing, it's all done in-house up there in, in our factory in Gosford. Wow. So the range, oh, this is very impressive. The range that you've got, you start from a conventional camper trailer and then the hybrid is a, is really, it's a caravan to all intents, but you're, you're calling it a, a caravan camper trailer hybrid, but... I'm telling you, it's got... We're sitting here now in the 16-footer and there is so much space and light. The light is just amazing. There's so many cupboards. So the camper trailers, tell us about your camper trailers. If people want to start off there, I, I had a look at that. The, again, there's this feeling of quality. Quality, yes. And again, it's all done in-house. Uh, all the canvas is, uh, is sewn in-house up there in, in Gosford. So it's Australian canvas. It's all Australian canvas. Um, it's got all the features that we we're just talking about in this as well, but in the in the uh, car in the camper trailer. So it's a, uh, a smaller version of what we're in, basically, with uh, canvas walls and canvas roof. So the kitchen. Tell me about the kitchen. The kitchens are storage. They've got your uh, heaps of storage, heaps of um, uh, usable pan, uh, usable bench area. They're all gas. How many hot plates? Burners. Uh, so there's three burners there. Three burners. Three burners. Um, hot water to the sink in there. So when it comes time to washing up, it's just. This is in the, the camper trailer. This is in the camper trailer. You got the hot water <laughs> in the camper. Oh, you're good. Now you also mentioned to me, and I think I noticed it, but you said that there's a shower. Yes. So they've all come standard with a hot and cold shower, including uh, the camper trailer. Including the camper trailer. <laughs> Little ensuite that zips onto the side. <laughs> That's fabulous. So if you want to find out more, and I think you should, you can either contact Grand Joyce himself or just go to completecampsite.com.au, complete, C-O-M-P-L-E-T-E, campsite, C-A-M-P-S-I-T-E.com.au, completecampsite.com.au. I'm telling you, if you're ready to be impressed, go and see them. You will be impressed. Hey, we're going to come up with a little bit of uh, more ads for you. And then we'll be back to you pretty shortly. I hope you're enjoying your Sunday. It's Scott Gibbons. You're on the road. 89.9 FM, Horsebrook Gold. Everyone wants some new toys for their four-wheel drive. Everyone does. Where do I get some of mine? ARB St Peter's. ARB St Peter's are fabulous. They've got all the 4x4 accessories that you could want. They're really easy to find. And they're open Monday to Friday and then Saturdays as well. So 500 Princess Highway at St Peter's. You can give them a call on 9565 2455, 9565 
or you can email them, St. Peter's, S-T-P-E-T-E-R-S, at arb.com.au. They've got everything there for you, all the accessories that you could want. If you want a bull bar, they've got it. Canopies, safari snorkels, uh, fridge freezers, rooftop tents, roof racks, uh, fuel tanks. If you want a bigger fuel tank put in, then go and see ARB at St. Peter's. They're good for that. Uh, drawers, cargo solutions, uh, your ute lid and your tub accessories, air lockers. I've got my air lockers there. Uh, gee, I put them in about, um, oh, must be eight, nine years ago. Uh, my ARB air lockers, I wouldn't go without them. You've got the old man suspension, old man emu suspension. That really good suspension, I put that in years ago as well. Uh, so you've got all the general accessories if you want your driving lights, they installed mine as well. They're fabulous, fabulous people. So ARB St. Peter's, you can give them a call if you want to. And I would suggest you do. That's 95652455. Chris Lopez is the manager. Tell Chris you were talking to Scott on 89.9 FM, Hawkesbury Gold, the best in the West. Tell him you're listening to Scott Gibbons on the road. And maybe he'll do something special for you. You never know. ARB St. Peter's. I'm here with Dave Adams, and Dave Adams is with Trackabout Off-Road Campers. So if you want to find them, you just go to trackabout.com.au. That's trackabout, T-R-A-C-K-A-B-O-U-T.com.au. We're going to talk to Dave, and we're going to find out all about these particular campers. And why are we talking to him? Because these are Aussie. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Dave says... Uh, and as soon as you walk into one of his campers, they're so beautiful, but he's got these great big Australian-made stickers on them. Even the canvas is Australian, even the flooring is Australian. So, Dave, who's buying these? Oh, Scott, look, it's a, it's a mixture of, um, of a few different parties, mate. It could be, um, could be the, the retirees looking to uh, get around the country. Um, the thing we're putting out, uh, the thing we're putting to them is the uh, quick setup, the speed, ease of use. Um, we're also selling to the families. We've got a zip-on... Uh, kids' room attachment that is included in that same setup time of three minutes. So again, we're getting the sorry. Families. Start again. You've, you've got you've, your setup time is what? Three minutes, mate. It's a minute forty if you if, if it's raining, but it's three minutes if you've uh, if you've got a beer in your hand. So for this much unit, this much unit, mate. Yeah. So oh, that's outstanding. That's yeah. outstanding. That's including this this awning that's, that's a, out that's here. A, that's a front awning. It's the uh, to sleeping quarters for mum and dad and the two kids uh, plus the kitchen. So yeah, from three from, minutes. From by God, three minutes. That's a star. Sure is. So tell me about the quality. Where do you make them? Mate, we make them in Brisbane, so uh, we use the best of the best componentry. There's areas on the trailer that everybody can skimp on, but um, we choose to you know, make that a talking point here at the show, which essentially um, gets people in the door. So uh, the quality, obviously, the canvas, it's all made in... Uh, so the canvas is actually made in New South Wales. We stitch it up in-house. Uh, the chassis are all uh, made locally uh, by us. Um, obviously, the, the bodies, the, the trailers and all the other componentry, uh, we use components... Uh, like Red Arc, uh, which is Australian-made, based in South Australia. We'll see these components uh, like the fridges and all that, which is Evercool. Uh, they're up in Queensland too. So, yeah, just the best of the best, um, all packaged up into something that'll last, give you a return on your money and not break down when you need it. So tell me about the suspension. Uh, two options with the suspension. So standard leaf stuff is good. Uh, quite often refer to it as a, uh, a Hilux versus Land Cruiser. So they're both good vehicles. I'll both get you from A to B. One's just a little bit comfier than the other. So <laughs> they're all good. They're all rated at the same load, but um, just comes down to the, uh, the comfort at the end of the day. So standard leaf. Um, we also do a uh, coil suspension setup, which is made out of um, G-Bung in Brisbane. Um, yeah, either or is good. One's just a comfier ride. All right. And what sort of options do people 
choose? Is there much of an options list that you give them? Scott, we've got a, an options list as long as our arm. So we, we don't do a one-size-fits-all, which a lot of companies try and um, push, you, push you into. Uh, look, obviously, one size is not going to fit everybody. So the options range from bike racks, boat, rack, uh, boat racks, sorry. Uh, we've got hot water systems. We've got fusion stereo um, setups. Right down to uh, strip lighting and TV, so um, just yeah, it's um, it's basically basically as long as you need and um, as comfy as you want it. And tropical roof? Yeah, we do a tropical roof, so that does uh, that works for um, that works for the heat and also condensation. Um, and then we've got um, we've also got uh, yeah yeah plenty of ventilation and windows um, throughout the camper. All right. Now, how many people do do you employ up in Slack Screen? We've got a we've got a relatively small team. Um, we build a you know we build a couple of different units um, throughout the throughout the year, and um, yeah, we've got I'd say there's probably probably ten of us there at any given time. To, yeah, it's a small setup, but uh, but yeah, high quality gear at a decent price. I think that's the thing that I've spotted most is the quality. Mm-hmm. It, it just seems to be beautifully finished. There's a finesse to it, and the fact is that you're using so much Aussie material. Yeah, that mate. People can can be comfy yeah no thanks for the compliment mate it does uh yeah the canvas sits well it works well in the wind and the rain and uh look at the end of the day the thing for us is um is ensuring resale for our customers quite often said that uh, the thing we don't do well is uh is repeat business but i suppose uh, <laughs> i suppose we need to put a time limit to some of our stuff but um but, uh, that's all good 100, 112 uh, five-star Google reviews, mate. You can't be doing too much wrong. So. Is that right? Mm. 112 five-star. That says that you look after your customers. We certainly do. All right. So in closing, would you like to pick a song for us? Oh, it'd have to be an Aussie one, I'd say. Yeah? Oh, what well, Aussie Crawl, I reckon, is, a, is probably a, is probably a favourite. I reckon we go with Reckless. <laughs> well, you'd be reckless if you didn't buy one of these. Or downhearted, these I reckon. Are Aussie. You'd be downhearted if you didn't buy one. <laughs> Fabulous. You are a great man, Dave Adams. Thank you so much. So if you want to find out more about the Trackabout, you go to trackabout.com.au, trackabout, T-R-A-C-K-A-B-O-U-T, trackabout.com.au, and let's go all the way through now with Australian Crawl and Reckless. Good on you. Thanks, Dave.
Oh, g'day, you're with Scott Gibbons. This is Hawkesbury Gold 89.9. You're on the road. Best in the West, Hawkesbury Gold. You've got to be listening every Sunday to get this show between 1 and 2. Tell your friends about it because we try and give you some information on things that you might not have heard about. One of the things, because we talk about motorhomes, we talk about camper trailers, we talk about caravans, we talk about tents. But one of the things that we're going to talk about today is camper trailers. And I was watching a thing and it was about cub campers. Now, cub campers are Aussie, but one of the Aussie things about them is the canvas. Now, you can go to any show and you will you'll find camper trailers there, but not necessarily are they Aussie. They look good, they look shiny, but they might not be engineered anywhere near an Australian camper trailer. Cub do a really good job, but one of the things is the canvas. Now, you might think all the canvas is imported. No, no, no. There's a company up in Newcastle, or Rutherford, but near Newcastle, called Wax Converters. And they they started about 1991, and they employ 70 people. And they supply the canvas, or a lot of the canvas, to cub campers. And so they convert this absolute single thread. So it starts off with a single thread, and they just multiply it, multiply it, multiply it, to turn it into canvas. There's about 3,000 spools that do this. So they, they've got to push one thread up against another. They weft and warp, so the, the weaving is going in different directions, so it's fabulous. But the project, the, the actual process that they use is terrific. They've got to, they've got to dye it, uh, which means putting the colour in. They've got to bleach it to wash off the, the dried and dyed areas. It takes about 20 hours just for the bleach to react to the canvas once they make it, then they've got to remove that bleach. Then they've got to heat it again. They've got to control the shrinkage. Then they dyna-proof it to allow breathability. Then they use a binder to hold the colour. There's an acrylic binder, and that's got to make it colour fast. They've got to waterproof it for you. They've got to put mildew inhibitors in there and UV stabilisers. And they're a fabulous company. And as I say, they're Aussie. They've been there since 1991. And each batch that they make... They test it. They take a piece away and they test it. They do a water column test or a cone test and that's really harsh. They try and force water through. But these people, these people, wax converters, they make the same fabric for Dryzabone. So when you go and buy an Aussie Dryzabone, these people have probably made the fabric for it because they're making the Dryzabone fabric, which is just terrific. But they also make for the Australian Army. So when you see... Uh, the the uh, uh, a lot of the fabric that the soldiers are wearing that's indeed made in Australia, which I didn't know. I think that's just outstanding. So then they gave a couple of clues. If you want to clean your your fabric, your canvas, then you can use any mould or mildew inhibitor. If you get that, so you just if you maybe you've got to pack your pack up wet. You know it's wet. You pack it up and you get some mould or mildew on there. Well, what they're saying is that it's not the end of the world. Just get some bleach, some household bleach, about 20% of that, 80% water, wash it down, and that should fix up that problem. If you've got some grease on there, then a little bit of eucalyptus should help fix that up as well. But one of the things they do recommend is when you get your new camper, and if it's a cub camper, but any camper, you've got to season your canvas. And that means you've got to take out the shrinkage. So you've got to hose it down, water it, let it dry, all of your canvas. Then do it again, hose it down, wet it all up, let it dry, and then a third time, hose it up, let it dry. So three times you do that, which is 
just terrific. Now, as I said, they're up at Rutherford. They're called Wax Converters, fabulous people, Aussie. They employ about 70 Aussies. So seeing up there in Newcastle, I reckon we'll have a little bit of music and we might do the Newcastle song by Bob Hudson. Now, this song came out in about 1975. It was a hit. Now, Bob was a, a comedian as well as a songwriter. He poked fun at the working class youth culture of the city of Newcastle. And the song was recorded live in front of an audience, live in 1974. And it became number one in both Australia and New Zealand. It's a Newcastle song. If you haven't heard it before, you're going to get a laugh out of it. It's just terrific. The Newcastle song. Thanks, Wax Converters. Thanks, Cub Campers. We'll be back in a little minute. Don't you ever in Newcastle they have very strange mating habits. All the young women of Newcastle walk down the main street, which is called Hunter Street, for reasons that will become obvious later on in the song. All the young men of Newcastle drive down Hunter Street in their hot FJ Holdens with chrome-plated grease nipples and double reverse overhead twin cam door handles. They're sitting eight abreast in the front seat and they lean out the window and say real cool things to the sheilers on the footpath, like, uh, good day. And every now and then, of course, one of the young ladies thinks to herself, Ooh, she thinks, Ooh. Don't you ever let a chance go by, oh Lord, don't you ever let a chance go by. Don't you ever let a chance go by, oh Lord, don't you ever let a chance go by. Anyway, there was this mob of blokes driving down Hunter Street in the front seat of the hot FJ with chrome-plated grease nipples and twin overhead fox tars. And the coolest of them all, who got to sit near the window, was young Norman. <laughs> they pulled up outside the Parthenon milk bar, and standing outside the Parthenon was this beautiful-looking Sheila. Oh! Oh! Said young Norman, who'd come top in his class in English. Oh, he said. So he leaned out the window and, and he said real, real suave like he said, uh, G'day. This nine foot tall hell's angel came out of the path and on milk bar. Looked at Norm and said, oh, what are you? Norm said, what are you? Like on the footpath said, you want to go, do you, mate, eh? Norm said, yeah, you want to go, mate. Like on the footpath said, yeah, I'll have a go. Norm said, do you know who you're picking? Blake on the footpath said, no, who am I picking? Norm said, you find out, mate. <laughs> and all of a sudden there was a break in the traffic. And as any young Newcastle lad knows, when you're getting monstered by a nine-foot-tall hell's angel, and there's a break in the traffic. Don't you ever let a chance go by, oh Lord, don't you ever let a chance go by. Don't you ever Uh, g'day you, it's Scott Gibbons, it's 89.9 FM and this is Hawkesbury Gold, we love you being with us. Now one of the things that we do is try and go to places that are just outstanding. One of my favourite places, my favourite places, and I don't know whether you've been there but I hope you get to go, is Achuca. Achuca, it's called the Port of Achuca. 
and it's just fabulous. It's on the, the Murray River. It's about, oh, 200-odd K from Melbourne. And it's just one of those places that when you arrive, it has a history. If you remember, the there was an old TV show years ago called All the Rivers Run, and that's where they filmed it. They filmed it in a chuka and they brought in, oh, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of dirt to put down the street to create the image of the old town. So a is just one of those fabulous, fabulous places. Now, one of the fabulous things about it is you can cruise the Murray River because they've got the largest collection, the largest fleet, if you will, of paddle steamers in the world. So you can jump on a real paddle steamer and go up and down the river, and you will have a terrific thing. You can, In fact, you can even get lunch on board on some of them. You can get lunch. Fabulous. Two-course lunch, you can do that. There's beautiful things that you can do all the way around Echuca. Now, if you're a Holden buff, if you're a Holden buff, then you've got to go to the Holden Museum. The Holden Museum, <laughs> it's fabulous. In fact, when I was checking it out, some of the cars in there, I had the very first series Holden, what was called the FX or the uh, 215, um, the 48215, and it was, that was a beauty. Then I had the FJ, then I had an FC, no, an FE, then an FC, an FB, an EK, uh, just, and I have none of them now, by golly. Everybody says, oh, if I only kept it, well, you didn't keep it, but in the museum down there, which is Holden Museum, they've got the best collection. Just phenomenal. They've got Tiranas. They've got the whole collection down there. So you'll love that. To get into it, it's open seven days a week from nine to five. The adults are $10. Seniors, $9. Kids, $5. You can get a family in there for $25. You can also go to the Echuca Distillery. By golly, that would be good. So they've got gin that they they uh, brew, brew, distill down there. That's what they do. So you can order a gin sampler. And that's lovely. You can also get cafe meals there as well. Uh, that's worthwhile going to. That's open Thursday to Monday from 11 o'clock until closing times, which vary. There's also the great Aussie beer shed. Neil Thomas, he's, wow, fabulous fella. Fabu he's a former cop. And uh, <laughs> I think he follows the Western Bulldogs as well. But he's been collecting beer cans and beer memorabilia for over 18 years. So it's called the Great Aussie Beer Shed in Echuca. There's the Heritage Farm Museum. It opened up about 16 years ago. And you'll find about, about 18,500 beer cans from all around Australia, all around the world, including what he says is the world's rarest beer can. The world's rarest beer can. So you can get some of this information off gocaustralia.com.au. You'll find that there's some interesting stories all about Echuca. But that's open uh, weekends from 9.30 to 5 o'clock on public holidays and school holidays. So that's a winner if you want to go to that. You can play golf down there. You've got the Rich River Golf Course. That's 18 holes, so you can do that. You can get amongst the vines as well. There's the old school winery and meadery. If you don't know what mead is, from, I've oh, I had you... Uh, mead years ago it's uh, from honey they make it from honey so that's worthwhile you can do that and they've also got wood-fired pizzas and so you can sip your selection of wines and, and check that out uh, so lots to do lots to do down in Echuca but the Holden Museum is something absolutely fabulous that's in Warren Street Echuca but you've got everything down there so Echuca is just one of those places that when you arrive you will feel by golly this is different
So if you want to know about different and you're going to see Australia, if you're going to see Australia, then you might as well have some Aussie music. And the golden guitar winner, Matt Scullion, I don't know whether you've heard his song, it's called Aussie As. He spent about 20 years travelling Australia and the globe. He's been overseas, he's written songs overseas, he's written so many songs, he's written them for Lee Kernigan, uh, Travis Collins, Amber Lawrence, Cole Chisel, just a few of them. He's had 18 of those go to number one. And this latest one, I think it opened up at number two and went straight to number one again. It's called Aussie As. It's his um, first single off his new album. The new album's coming out around about the 23rd of September. And that was produced by Shane Nicholson. And uh, a lot of the songs were written on there by his good mate, Paul Grierson. So you'll really, really like this. It's called Aussie As. Matt Scullion's the man name. A man's name, you'll enjoy this, you'll enjoy it. It's just beautiful. Listen to it again and again and again. It says Matt Scullion, Aussie as. Here you go. Aussie as a lazy Sunday RV. Stubby in your hand. Snag on the barbie Aussie as Nippers on the beach Kids on the veranda Feeding lorikeets It's a blue tongue in the garden It's a footy on the roof It's a cheeky kookaburra Laughing at it's a hundred different cultures All rolled into one Let's call them Barry Bears Sharon Shares It's Aussie Ads Aussie Ads A raffle and a pub Chow men in a bowling club Aussie as a flutter on the cup And five bucks in the tin When the salvos show up It's a bugle call at sunrise It's a pinned on rosemary spring It's a rum and milk with ten on tails Every April 25th It's a hundred different cultures All rolled into one Let's call them Barry Bears Sharon Shares It's Aussie Age Oh, the Bears A box of redheads matches Kids swinging on a hill's horse And bindies in the grass Cyclone called Tracy A ginger boy named Blue And Jack and Jillaroo Now that's Aussie as Yachts on Boxing Day And that big smile On Luna Park's face It's a simple word like sorry It's a flag to call your own Red 
white and blue And it's red, black and yellow It's a hundred different cultures All rolled in one Let's call them Barry Bears Sharon Shares It's Aussie Ass A pair of tracky dads Aussie Ass Hey, how good is Matt Scullion? Isn't that just a terrific song? Just, it, uh, I mean, the title says Aussie Has, but it is Aussie Has. So beautiful. Good on you, Matt. Lovely, lovely hearing that every time. Uh, now, places to go, places to see. Get your pencil ready, have your biro ready, have a little bit of paper ready because there's places to go, places to see. The Tulip Time Festival is coming up down in Barrel. The Tulip Time Festival. Now, that's going to start... Tuesday the 24th of September runs all the way through until Monday the 7th of October. So just lovely. Tulip Time Festival. So you're going to enjoy that if you haven't been to it. This is its 59th year. So what have you been doing? If you haven't been there yet, it's in its 59th year. It's one of Australia's oldest and best loved, I'm telling you. Best Love Festivals. You've got tens of thousands of visitors that go there. Corporate Gardens is the centrepiece, of course. There's 75,000 tulip bulbs that they plant, and there's over 15,000 annuals as well. It's a spectacular springtime display. So if you want to go somewhere pretty, pretty, and let's face it, barrels pretty. But this was the, um, in 2015, it won the World Tulip Award. So you're in good company down there. So that's the Tulip Time Festival, again, from a Tuesday, September 24, all the way through until Monday, October 7. Now, there's other things to do as well. There's the Festival of the Sun. That's on the 12th of December, all the way through until, I think, the 14th of December. That's uh, the Festival of the Sun. It's called F-O-T-S-U-N. Now, that's got records that it's just been smashing. It's fabulous. It's a beautiful thing. It's in Port Macquarie's flagship light, live music, uh, and it brings in the whole summer, brings in live Aussie bands, brings in some international bands. You've got markets there. You've got three days of camping in the sun next to the beach. So... That's uh, at the Munster Street Tourist Park in Port Macquarie. You can ring them up and find out more. That's on to 02 number 6581 0037, 6581 0037. Or you can, you can find out more on Fotsum. So that's F for Freddie, O, T for Tom, S for Sam, U, Uncle, N, November, Fotsum.com. F-O-T-S-U-N, Fotsum.com. Now that's a, that's a beaut thing to go and do. The Maitland Heritage Motor and Steam Fair, ha, I did this, this is just so good. It's on October 19, October 19, so you'll join the, the Newcastle Vintage and Classic Car Club and the Maitland Steam and Antique Machinery Association for the 2019 Heritage Motor and Steam Fair. It's on the Maitland Steam Fest Rally Ground. Uh, they're going to have a car boot sale there as well. You'll be able to have a whole bunch of stuff. There'll be machinery. There'll be classic cars. You'll find out more about that if you go to, again, get your pencil out, ecwid.com. So that's EC, so it's Edward Charles, WI for India D Delta. So ecwid.com forward slash store, S-T-O-R-E, forward slash heritage uh, dash ST. 
So there you go. So just go to their website if you want to go. In fact, the easiest site to go to is ecwid.com. So that's ecwid.com, ecwid.com. You'll find out all about the annual Maitland Heritage and Motor and Steam Fair, 19th of August. You've got a swap meet, you've got a car boot sale, you've got vintage oh, classic cars, a show and shine. What else have they got? Market stalls, uh, you've got the heritage steam engine display, there's antique engines, there's family activities, and of course, there's food and drink. So that's going to be a winner. If you want to find out more or get directions, give them a call on 0457-083789. Again, that's 0457-083789. Now, we talked about the Barrel Tulip Festival, and I, I, I can't think of tulip festivals or flowers or anything like that without thinking of Poison Ivy. So what about a little bit of Billy Thorpe, eh? A little bit of Poison Ivy. If you haven't heard this song in a long while, you will start shaking and quaking all over again. You're going to love it. Billy Thorpe, Poison Ivy, good on you. Hey, it's Sunday and it's on the road. I'm Scott Gibbons. I just love being with you. Thanks a lot. And again, thanks for your feedback. We really appreciate it. So Billy Thorpe, here he comes. She comes on like a rose And everybody knows you in Dodge Well you can look But you better not Poison Like a hound The minute she starts to mess around Boys on 
Uh, thanks, Thorpey. That was so, so good. Poison Ivy. You've got to love it. You've got to love it. Now, talking about Poison Ivy, because you're not going to find any down there, the Willow Glen 4x4 Challenge is on. This is the 2019. They've been doing this for years and years and years. It's fabulous. It's run by the Toyota Land Cruiser Club, the Toyota Land Cruiser Club. Now, these people know all about four-wheel driving, but what they do is they have this challenge. So they have all these four-wheel drive teams from all the way around the state. In fact, they're invited from Australia if they want to come. And it's just fabulous. This is fair dinkum, very, very competitive, four by four, four by four. It's just fabulous. Now, what's it called? It's called the Willow Glen four by four challenge. Uh, Now, to get there, you can use a two-wheel drive. So you can get down there on two-wheel drive. You can camp on site. Uh, There is no power. There's no water, so you've got to take your own. There is toilets down there on site. There's campfires, as long as the regulations are okay for that. There's barbecue and there's food. There's snacks. There's drinks on sale. Everything's cash only. There's no credit cards down there. No credit cards because you you are out in the bush. There's no pets. No glass allowed. But your entry fees, you get the weekend. The weekend, $60 an adult, and that includes your camping fee. If you want to be a day visitor, then $30 an adult. Children under 15, free, but they've got to be accompanied by a family adult. So that's just terrific. How do you get more information on this? Well, it's easy. You go to TLCC, as in Toyota Land Cruiser Club. So TLCC.com.au. You can email them if you want to at challenge, C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E, challenge at TLCC.com.au. Fabulous. You'll have the best time. Wednesday, well, it's about 15 minutes from Tarago, which is down south near Goulburn. So that part's good. Uh, And this is on the long weekend. So it's going to be on, let me see, let me see, October 5, October 6. So it's the October long weekend, October 5, October 6. It's just fabulous. You've got two super-duper exciting days, and they've got some great sponsors. So if you're buying raffle tickets, make sure you get your raffle tickets down there because their raffle prize, I think they've got twelve and a half grand, twelve and a half thousand dollars worth of raffle tickets. So this will be a beauty. So if you want to take the kids, take the kids. You can camp down there, but just give them uh, an email through to find out more. Challenge at tlcc.com.au or you can go to their website, tlcc.com.au. So you'll have some fun with that. Now, what else is on? The Denny Ute Master. That's coming up. The Denny Ute Master. If you haven't been to Daniloquin, this is on the 4th of October to Saturday the 5th of October. So same weekend as the TLCC, but the TLCC is a little bit closer to home. But this is in Canago Road, Daniloquin. That's the festival site. The Denny Ute Master, it's just a, it's an amazing thing. I think they got the Guinness World Record for the largest Ute Master. They also have a blue singlet count. So if you've got a blue singlet, Make sure you wear that, so that's a bit of a winner. It's a two-day event again. There's, uh, it goes over 24 hours. There's live music. There's a Ute Show and Shine competition. There's a bull ride spectacular, so you've got a rodeo there. There's trade and catering stalls. There's whip-cracking championships, wood-chopping demonstrations. There's helicopter rides, camel rides, and there's some of the AFL, which will be on the big screen as well. It's just a family thing. You will love it, you will love it, you will love it. So it's called the Denny, D-E-N-I, Ute Muster. So if you want to find out more, go to Denny, D-E-N-I, Ute, U-T-E, Muster, M-U-S-T-E-R, Denny, Ute Muster, dot com, dot A-U. That will just be outstanding. I think you're in for a good time. I'm telling you, I'm trying to find some good things for you to do 
and I'm finding the good things for you to do this. We can fill up your time as much as you want. You're just going to have terrific time. Now, we were talking about Cub Campers and their canvas, but let's talk about a few other things with Cub Campers, and, and that's the, the important part about when you go to buy a camper, where was it made? Now, you might see that it's not made in Australia. Now, that's, that's something to be aware of. You've got to ask some questions. Where was the steel made? So where was the camper made? Where was the steel made? Where was the canvas made? So these things, these things are vital because you need to know. You know, sometimes vehicles can come out here, whether it be a caravan or a camper trailer or a motorhome, and they're just not set up for Aussie. So you've got to know how will it's sealed against the elements. One of the ways to find that out is, does it have the RV map badge? That means it's Aussie. So it certifies it's been produced to a stringent quality test. Does it have the Australian Manufactured Guild sticker on it? Now, if it's got that, you're in front already because that certifies that it's Australian made. Then you've got to look for the Dynaproof tag. We're talking about the Dynaproof tag because Cub Campers use Dynaproof canvas. So does it have the Dynaproof tag? Again, that confirms that the canvas is Aussie made. Now, what about the warranty? Warranty is one of the things that we all have to be concerned about. So if it's an off-road trailer, is it covered for warranty off-road? Clever, huh? You can build an off-road trailer but not necessarily warranty it for off-road. So is it covered for off-road use? How about water crossings? If you want to take it through a water crossing, does that affect your warranty? Look at the camper trailer owners group. Go onto the website, Look at the, go into that brand of camper trailer and have a look at the owners groups. Have a look at, go for a walk around a caravan park and look at other people's campers and talk to the owners. Talk to them because they're the people, they're not salespeople. They're going to give you facts, not fiction. So that's really something that we've got to be aware of. Then you've got to look at your tow ball mass or your tow ball weight. That's the downward pressure onto your tow ball. Uh, you've got your ATM, or your, your, which is your aggregate trailer mass. That's the total weight of your camper van. Uh, that you that can legally weigh. That's real. That's something you've got to know. Your GCM, which is the mass of the car and the trailer together. So there's various sorts of trailers you can get. There's light off-road. Now that's light off-road is fine if you just want to do mainly blacktop. You know, mainly blacktop, maybe national park dirt, that sort of thing. You can get off-road. Now off-road will have a stronger chassis. The chassis designed to go off-road. It'll probably have, and I would suggest it will, an increased travel height over the light off-road. So the off-road will have an increased travel height. You should have better suspension. You should have better and bigger wheels. Its overall capability will be improved. And then you've got to look at the ease of setup. How easy is it? How quick is it? Get a demonstration on how quick and how easy it is to put up and down. Because importantly, when you arrive at a site, You've got to be able to set up as quick as you can so you can start relaxing and enjoying the site and get that bottle out. I remember I went away with a couple of fellas and they had different sorts of camper trailers. Well, I was, I'd set mine up. All I had to do was just flick, flick, flick and flick, really, fold it open and basically it was done. Like I, I had I had my drink in hand and my chair out, everything ready to go, and they were still climbing in and out of hot canvas. So it's important to get a demonstration on how easy it is to set up. 
Now, then what sort of camper do you want? Do you want a forward fold? So you've got to look at the, the footprint, how much area your trailer is going to take up. So if you take a forward fold, that takes up the same footprint as the, as the existing trailer, the same footprint. If you take a rear fold, it just about doubles the length, so you need to have a bit more space. Then you've got to look at the quality of it, the quality of the steel, the quality of the canvas, how well sealed it is against the elements. So those sorts of things are important. So work out whether you're going to stay on the blacktop or you're going to hit the dirt. And if we're talking about blacktop, then we've got to talk about Keith Urban. And Keith Urban, uh, when he went to, uh, what was the song he sang, Where the Blacktop Ends? And I think he brought that out in about 2001. It was his third consecutive top five hit on the US charts, on the Billboard charts. In fact, it got to number three on the US hot country. So I know we always play Australian music. I know that's the only thing we play. And I know Keith Urban really came from New Zealand, but he, he now says he's an Aussie, and I know he lives in the States, but where the blacktop ends, that's just got to be the right song for what we're talking about now with camper trailers. So it's a, he's, he's an Aussie, if you will. He's an Aussie, if you will. <laughs> So here's Keith Urban, Where the Blacktop Ends. If you haven't heard this song, it's a really good song. You will enjoy it. So have a bit of fun. We'll be back to you right after this song. I'm gonna kick off my shoes and run in bare feet Where the grass and the dirt and the gravel all meet Going back to the well, gonna visit all with a black top ends I'm looking down the barrel of Friday night And riding on a river freeway lights A goodbye city, I'm country bound Till Monday rolls around <laughs> Gonna kick off my shoes and run in bare feet Where the grass and the dirt and the gravel on me Going back to the well, gonna visit old friends my soul where the black top ends the working in the grind is an uphill road I'm punching that clock and carrying that load I busted all week and then I'm free the weekend belongs to me And the dirt and the gravel on me Going back to the well Gonna visit old friends And feed my soul Where the black top ends So come on Give me some fresh air Give me that farm Give me some time with you in my arms I'm away from the hustle And the pressure and the noise Gonna kick out my shoes And run in bare feet the grass and the dirt and the gravel on me Going back to the well, gonna visit old friends Feed my soul, you betcha Gonna kick out my shoes and run in bare feet With the grass and the dirt and the gravel on me Going back to the well, gonna visit old friends Feed my soul, with the black top ends With the black top ends the black top end. Oh. 
Hey, if you love your four-wheel driving, you are in for a treat because the Toyota Land Cruiser Club Willow Glen 4x4 Challenge is on again. I'm not sure it's on the 18th or the 19th anniversary, but this is going to be fabulous. It's on the long weekend. You can get down there the Friday night because there is a mystery event, but on the Saturday and the Sunday, by golly, do they give you something to marvel at because you've got something like 70 drivers and 15 different teams from 15 different clubs that are competing. Now, this is Fair Dinkum Off-Road Challenge event. So take the family down there. It is a family weekend. You will love it. You can get food down there. You can get everything that you want down there. They've got the lot. You can buy your lunch, whatever you need to do. But there's also raffles. And if you love a good raffle, I'm telling you, the prizes you get in this raffle are just superb. So how do you find out about it? You go to their website, Challenge, C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E, Challenge at T-L-C-C, as in Toyota Land Cruiser Club, .com.au. So Challenge at T-L-C-C.com.au. They will give you all the details. They'll tell you how to get there. Again, it's for family. So there's campsites down there. There's whatever you want to do. It is so much fun, but you will learn, you will enjoy. It is just the best. So you're going to have something like 74 wheel drives, 15 clubs competing, October long weekend, challenge at tlcc.com.au. And tell them that you heard us on Hawkesbury Gold. Hey, the old expression, you're cooking with gas. And, and you are, because we all have the LPG bottle with us, don't we? LPG, that stands for liquefied petroleum gas. It's convenient, it's relatively inexpensive, and for most caravanners and campers, it's pretty readily available. However, it is very, very flammable, and I've got some hints for you on how to look after you and the gas and your vehicles, because uh, this is important. Camping season's always there, and if you're going out to use gas, we just treat it as being a bottle of gas, and we plug it in, the way we go. But there's certain things we've got to be aware of. LPG, for instance, is heavier than air, so it will always be lower on the floor. So if it escapes on the inside of your caravan or camper, motorhome, whatever it be, it will be down on the floor. So that's why it's very, very, very important that you don't plug up your ventilation. You know, quite often you think of people or you might see somebody and they've plugged up their vents because they don't want the cold air coming in. (laughs) You need that air coming in in case some of that gas falls down because you don't want to be breathing in that gas. It's not good for you. So those regulations, very, very, very important. Now your cylinders, they've got to be stored upright. They've got to be securely fastened. Uh, We have them fitted with a safety relief valve. Now that relief valve is designed to release the gas to the atmosphere in case there's a pressure buildup. Now importantly... And this is really, really an important thing. Make sure that your relief valve is pointing away from both your caravan and your tow vehicle. That that relief valve pointed away from your caravan and your tow vehicle. I've I've seen many people and they just put the the bottles on and they just don't care. This is very, very important. Uh, And if you can, if if you don't have your vehicle under cover then you can give those cylinders a coat of paint once a year. That will often prevent rust formation. And every 10 years, you should have the cylinder inspected and retested or indeed uh, give it to the council. There's generally a council pickup for those or not a pickup, but you deliver them off and you just get new bottles. So that's 10 years. You amortise it over 10 years. Safety is the most important thing. So your regulators, make sure that your regulators are tested. If in doubt, 
get it tested by a gas fitter. That's really important. Your pipes and your fittings, check to make sure that they're all secured to the chassis or the body. And the pipe leading away from the cylinder should be fitted with a loop or a flexible hose to reduce the chances of the pipe cracking due to vibrations. That's, that's a really good hint. And make sure that no leaks have developed regularly. Check all your joints, your fittings by brushing on soapy water. Now, if you get any bubbles, that indicates that you're getting a gas leak. So the general hints are you always turn your gas off at the cylinder when not in use. Make sure the cylinder is not overfilled. Don't enter or stay in a van if you can smell gas. And after turning the, the cylinder off, open the door, allow any gas to disperse. Keep flammable materials away, of course, from your stove or your burner, unless you're trying to light it up. And have a fire extinguisher handy. So make sure that is handy. Don't, don't put your fire extinguisher under the bed or somewhere that you can't get to it really, really quickly, because that's important. So, but otherwise, the LPG system that we have is just a beauty. So there you go. There's a little bit of a hint for you. Thanks so much for listening into On The Road. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have, then listen in again next Sunday between 1 and 2 and tell your friends to listen in. And the sponsors, you look after our sponsors because those sponsors are the ones that bring you the show. I'm Scott Gibbons. I'll see you next week between 1 and 2. 89.9 Hawkesbury Gold, the best in the West, between 1 and 2 every Sunday. We'll see you next week on the road. Mm -hmm.